1: Williams and Bloom, on a Wednesday, we are, as always, presented by our friends at MacDine. The MacDine Corporation, wonderful company that is headquartered in Marshalltown, and they do all kinds of stuff. I always like to point out, if you're in Ames... Let's say you've been to a game in Hilton Coliseum and you see those beautiful cardinal and red lights coming from the football facility. That's right. Mechdyne did that. They do AV technology, VR technology. They are a collection of software companies. They do everything. They're all over the world. You can check out what they do exactly at MacDine.com. Proud Iowa Staters. Own and operate MacDyne. They're always looking for great Iowa Staters to work there as well. Check out their job page at MacDyne.com. It is a Wednesday. We have a lot of football to talk about. Bring in Brent Bloom right after this. Let's hear from our buddy, English. English. Mm-hmm. All right, full disclosure, we recorded this on Tuesday afternoon because we are currently on the road. Yes, we're on the road to the Cyclone Fanatic. We will golf outing in Storm Lake followed by Cyclone Fanatic Show, which will be taking place tonight. If you are in that area, you can just show up. Just you, show up. Yeah, you don't have to pay. You just show up and who? Big Rob Energy is going to be there. Big Rob Energy will be there. Trey King is gonna be there. I think one of the uh more underappreciated cyclones right great now. Guy. Great guy. I did guy. that feature on him at the NCAA awesome. tournament and really, really, really liked
0: Super him. Super neat dude. Really liked people, him a lot. I think people uh, one, so two things on, on Trey. Awesome guy, very person great personality, but he's gonna have a monster year. I firmly believe that. I think that. so
1: too. I, he, he's taking those strides yep. that they wanted. Yep. Big time, big time stuff. All right, um, we are going to do a lot of football today. Again, this is not a real newsy episode because while well, we didn't frankly know uh, that we couldn't do breaking news today because we are all out on the golf course and hanging out with all the great Cyclone fanatics in Northwest Iowa. Northwest is how you would describe Storm Lake, right? Yeah, yeah. They're in that quadrant. Northwest Central-ish. The they're Storm Lake area. That's yeah. where they are. Storm Lake's a... Actually, like a lake. really pretty lake. Like I, yeah. I had to go up there and and speak to some Cyclone fans a couple weeks ago. <laughs> Two trips to Storm Lake for me in like a month, <laughs> and I I don't think I'd ever been there. Um, but it's it's pretty. Yeah, they got resort that like, there, resort Kings up there. Point Resort. Yeah, like it's I time. I actually was really impressed with my. Time in Storm Lake, so it's, it's a.
0: I like that part of the state. I can't wait to see some folks from Storm Lake and Pocahontas, Cherokee. Even the people in Lamar's can head over. Yeah, Sioux City's not that far away. Mm-mm. It's kind of well, a part. Of, it's part of the state that. Uh, it's why we like yeah. doing the road shows really in been these types of, of areas. Even Spencer's just up the road. Go to Esterville. See my midgets.
1: There's a lot of um, dirt tracks. Great dirt tracks in that area, <laughs> right there in the Storm Lake neck of the woods. Um. So, football media day, this is where I want to go, was a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I do think it's noteworthy that it was two days after the first criminal release from the DCI, which included your previous year's starting quarterback, Hunter Deckers, who allegedly had bet on a game. Yep. Um, Matt Campbell... Elected or Iowa State did, I, I don't know exactly where the game plan came from or whatever, but you, you assume the head of the program, so I, that's why I said Matt. Sure. Uh, really had a dumbed-down version of Media Day mm-hmm. for Iowa State. It, it, you know, in the past, and this has been different since COVID, but in the past, so let's say 10 years ago or when Campbell got there and this was the case in the roads in the McCartney, every Media Day pre-COVID that I had been to, you – had a press conference. You walk out onto the field, and then literally can just talk to any assistant coach or any player that you want. The only, you know, exceptions sometimes depending on the coach would be true freshmen. Yes, Rhodes did that for a while. Campbell's done that for a while, where they don't let true freshmen. Even McCarney had a rule, I yeah. believe. So
0: that that has been off and on. It's not, and then occasionally they'd have the the pre the primo guys. Would do the, you know, they would rotate them through the TV stations that yeah.
1: were all set up. So, like your quarterback, yeah. your running back, like the your top. You generally don't have like your linemen going no. through there, the no. people that the fans want to see. Mm-hmm. So, this year, Matt, or again, whoever in yeah, Iowa State decided, I, Matt explained it this way in his press conference. There's a lot of stuff going on here. I want to be the one to answer the questions. I don't want to put my assistant coaches in that spot and frankly you know and and i did talk to some people and they were a little bit concerned about what 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 does a player say in a legal situation like if they're asked about it now i can see both sides to this issue i totally understand what matt and iowa state we're doing here it was so fresh at that time
0: well there were four people still not named yet correct and that was not the time or the place to reveal those four names correct because especially if it was your teammate who you knew
1: was implicated but you couldn't talk about it yet i think they were a little concerned about putting these guys in these situations respect it uh i also see the other side where it's just like uh, i (laughs) i didn't think that that many people would ask about it to be honest, fair. Um, because I I do think there's a there's a point to all of this where, you know I I certainly think most I I feel like this Brent that most fans are ready to move on and just talk about the football, and I I put the over under this terrible way to use that I'm sorry, <laughs> but I said three and a half questions on gambling for Campbell that day is what I thought I think almost when you you limit it to the to the media they'll dig in a little deeper mm-hmm. sometimes we are smart asses in our field Just trying to like yeah. that but yep. all in all i thought the media was very respectful i thought it went fine and matt said in the press conference hey i'm not keeping everybody from you all during camp i want this to i want it i thought he was paraphrasing can i get off to a good start with camp and then we'll and then we'll address, address it, it. Yeah. And I, I was fine. It really did not offend me as a media guy. Like I, I kind of understood it. I'm not as hardcore journalist as many others, so I, I under, I respect everybody's. Matt was very, um, very much of, hey, I respect you have a job to do, yada, 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 everything he said. But I, as the media guy, can sit here and look at it objectively and go, well, this is a really weird spot. I understand why they are being cautious. I also think it would have been better, and they couldn't do anything about it at this point. To have media day when Iowa did after after everything had come out, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. The thing. but there's not you. You don't know that when you schedule it. They had no this, control on the
0: the timing, yeah. and they knew, they knew when the Decker's thing happened that there was more coming, correct? But they didn't know when, and so yes. what do you do? Like, because honestly, what the I'm guessing the fear would have been. You ask these guys, How, Hey, how's the running back room? You know, hey, where's Jarell at? You Correct. Know, and then, and then, you, what is Cartavious Norton supposed to say? Correct. Uh, well, he's had a good case. He hasn't I mean, been here. He hasn't been here. And then what? And then that. So, I honestly, I I get the optics are like well, we've done this. Why can't we do it like yeah. we always have? Because like, are it's, you guys it's different? Are you guys being protective? Are yeah. you are you being closed off? It's like I don't think so. It's literally, it would have led to more confusion and now you you almost just waited 10 days and now here here you go here's here's the guys that that you can write about and is it is it ideal no but neither is the whole investigation so what you can't uh you know, can't fault anybody
1: yeah this in my opinion was clearly a side of like i get everything and, and
0: like it, the other thing there's, so this, there's just a lot of gray area in the world this got brought up on some message boards and some on on social media is you know like travis of the register complaining that matt can't comment or hasn't hasn't commented about suspensions etc and other schools have so the the iowa player that transferred to troy they commented there the guy that transferred you know and and matt said he can't comment on it I, i think can't comment is you know it's a it's probably a way out of that question without wanting to comment on it yeah perhaps he should have said a different phrase i i just think there's gotta be some grace here. They're not trying to they're not trying to, you know, save the program. I just don't think they want to step into something legal that
1: that they don't want to step in. Well, I also think it's important to point out and that they don't I think if Matt was Kirk Ferrance's age, you'd see more of that. Like Kirk has kind of just been like, yeah, screw he's, this. He's running out the clock. Yeah, yeah. He's pissed. Like and and Matt, I think, just doesn't necessarily not that he doesn't have the Cachet. I don't know how to put it, but he's just more being conservative about it. Like where Kirk is, like kind of the crotchety old man <laughs> who can like, just, just he can say whatever he, the hell he wants.
0: He's, he's gotten that Charles Barkley tenure yeah. of his life, or anything he says, right? Because he's he's in the final two yeah, or three years anyway. He doesn't
1: give a shit. No. Like, what are you going to do? Like, I, look at all the like warts Kirk has on him from over the years and the callus built up. He doesn't different care. different situation. Yeah,
0: I. And then honestly, has the well, treatment been a little bit different? To Iowa than Iowa State, media wise, I don't know. Well, I just think I mean, they that have it's they hard. haven't had the high profile That's players. That's the thing.
1: So I get it. I think, and then their 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 guys who did the bad stuff are pretty much gone. Yeah, right? like Bruce is Yeah, like in the, their kicker's still walking around. Who who would bet the under? I don't think it's been. I I just think that the this it's it's the profileness that you know. Sure. Iowa State, you have five starters. Iowa, it's like their starters are gone, and it's these guys who don't really play i don't know i i think you can you can read into it if you want
0: to you yeah can, you can, if you're you can the big sides if you're you, the grizzled iowa stater who you can had there's some tribal nature here yeah, like what, yeah. what the heck no i think it's like i mean like they're they're they're, they're treating noah shannon who's also caught up in this over there's like he's some hero for talking to the media it's like well, okay
1: i do anyway. think that was smart i do
0: too like just get it out there yeah, I, for sure, and I'm sure if I was if these guys weren't in the legal position they're in, then maybe, maybe it's, they a, would legal have. Thing, it's a legal thing. though. It's a legal thing. It's not a. And Noah Shannon's not an illegal legal thing. And that's so. why I think that's why that I, we know. I of, lead, but I can't lead imagine towards he grace here for Like, the, yeah, it's one thing if it's a football thing or a, a NCAA thing. The legal side gets really because there, there are ongoing court cases that will come out of this, and who knows if Campbell could be called in as a witness or or whoever. Absolutely.
1: Again, I'm not. Grace I'm not an a attorney. Word. Yeah, I just, just. Everyone's so, trying to do their job here. I I wasn't upset at all on the media day thing. I I think Iowa State probably overreacted, only in the sense that like my when I talked to somebody in in football about this, I was like, I just don't think people are going to ask as much as you think about it, but. I didn't know everything at the time, <laughs> and they were—you nailed it. Like you don't want to ask Cartivius Norton about Jairal Brock not knowing. Like, hey, how's it been training with Jairal? He's yeah. an experienced guy. <laughs> you you're, know, what people would ask because you're—if you're in the program, you're trying to protect your guys. So I get it. Like I get it from both sides. Yeah, and I truly don't think that Iowa State and Matt was sitting there going. We want to limit the media because we hate these bastards. Like, I don't <laughs> believe that, that they were doing that. I just think it's a difficult spot. Now, why are we talking yeah. about this? Yeah. Because uh, media happening today, Rob Gray and Connor Ferguson will be there for us. And this feels like a little media mini media day to me. I, I think, so what, what has happened since then, you had the other... Yeah, everything else drop on Thursday. Here is your availability for today, uh, Wednesday, middle of the day. Nate Shielhouse, John Haycock, Eli Sanders, Cartivius Norton, Tyler Miller, Jaden Higgins, uh, Tyler ODM, Dominic Orange, Miles Purchase, and Jeremiah Cooper. Nice. That's a pretty good. Those are your next
0: ten, top ten guys. Who we haven't?
1: Beyond who you got in on. Dallas.
0: Or on Friday. They yes. they did have... They had like seven guys. Seven, the top seven guys yes. were there on that media
1: day, too. So I guess my point is, Matt didn't lie about this. He is giving us access to the program after it. And while it's super easy to wave your arms and talk about when things don't happen... It's I nice think to tip your cap when... Tip your cap when yeah, they so do... And so here's what the are thing. They're going.
0: Like, I get the assistant coach thing. It would be, it was frustrating for people. It's like, well, I just want to ask Nate Shielhouse about how it's going. Well, what is your question going to be to Nate Shieldhouse? Like, how's that running back room looking? You know, and, and what happens is, because you, I, I, you, we used to do this. On media day, you write stories. You're asked questions for stories that run the next two, two to three weeks. Yeah. If you're doing a position by position group and you're asking these position coaches, you're asking Eli Rashid about Isaiah Lee. Well, he knows by answering that question, he can't, he's not going to, he's not going to tell you the truth on that, but also um, you, you waste your time. You completely waste your time then because anything you would write would be outdated three days later. So I know it's, it's just a, it's a situation. I'm glad that now they get these guys, these access because see the other part of it is in this era, it's good for the student athletes to engage with the media It's good for them to get their name out there, get their face out there. Like, this does benefit them. I think sometimes some in college athletics are too protective of that these guys can't handle it. In reality, this is a great learning experience. You're going to have to answer some tough questions sometimes. Yeah. And now now you you go out there and you you answer it.
1: Yeah, and I hope they, at some point, make the quarterbacks available. They won't Cole because he's a freshman. If he wins the job, then maybe. Yeah, I just think that, like, part of the deal of a quarterback is you – you got to be that guy, one hundred percent. You know, and did they probably be good for Rocco to just go out there? And like, as far as his, I also think there's a real aspect of this, and and I don't think anybody in the program cares about this. But like with what you do for a living, like if you're the starting quarterback and you're trying to get like an NIL deal, that exactly, like, oh for sure, it helps you to be able to, to be out there, be to, marketable. If, if I'm JJ Cole and I win the job, it I'll helps me to be able to put my face out there and show that I'm a really smart guy that is, which you know, he is he marketable guy. Yeah, he's smart. You know, he's from down the road. Uh, the whole thing. He could be he's worth got a, lot a lot of opportunities. money. Yep.
0: Yeah. But you, people need to know him. It's why, you know, What think about the most revered people by Iowa state fans in the last 15 years. It was those that put themselves out there. Like even absolutely, you know, Charlie Kohler was always great. Brees Hall was always great in the media. Uh, basketball-wise, Niang and Naz and,
1: you know, you just know, all-time guys. I would even make an argument that George started his whole thing before he even played it. I he did. On Twitter, you know, he – me and him were – that's why we're so close to this day. Like, George and I spoke once a week his senior year of college, and he, he did constant uh, – I, I was – I don't know if you remember. I would do an update on Niang – On his race to become the student council president, yeah, we remember that, yeah, and he he was open to it, and that's why he's so revered because these these fans have known this guy for fifteen years now. I I always tell i when I meet with some of these guys, like
0: show your personality beyond just as a player. Mm -hmm. I mean, because people want to they want to get to know you too. And I think those that really go out there and, and, sh- and show themselves, you know, out in the community and everything else uh, will do better in NIL. It's just because people feel like, hey, I know
1: them. I want to support them. That's, George would have made a killing. Oh, yeah. George, George is the biggest loser when it comes to NIL in Iowa <laughs> State <laughs> yeah, he, because he <laughs> missed out big time. And he's mentioned that a couple of times to me. He's like, man, if only he's
0: like, George has still been helpful, though.
1: Uh, okay, so what I want to do is I want to highlight some of these guys because you're going to see them. There's going to be this is how the media works. There's going to be a bunch of stories written about these guys that are available, and yeah. I thought Bloom and I could kind of highlight some of these guys today and talk about our expectations. That's the fun part. I mean, somebody's asking me who are the who are the most notable Cyclones
0: this year, and it's like, well, it's, it's T.J. Tampa. It's yeah, and then and then I don't know. I mean, it's that's the cool thing is there's a lot of people that. They haven't gained attention yet, but they could, and they could be really, really good and be household names here soon. We
1: are presented, as always, by our friends at Gravitate Co working. Check them out at gravitatecoworking.com. I've uh, had a couple of people actually recently that have signed up for Gravitate Co working because they've heard it on the podcast. Downtown Des Moines, East Village, Des Moines, also in Windsor Heights and in Jefferson. We'll be swinging over in the Jefferson area on our way to... That's right. Uh, Storm like today, but get, get out of your house, uh, especially kids are going back to school. Find your productive, happy place at Gravitate Coworking. I also want to give a shout out to Hope Wood and her Hope Wood law firm. She can do a will in a day. If you go to HopeWoodJD.com, use that promo code FANATIC, we'll get you $50 off. You can just go right up to the top right part of the screen, schedule your appointment with Hope in a Day, it's it's super easy. You click will in a day, do a little uh, strategy session with hope. It's not. It's simple, stupid. You'll have a will in a day. <laughs> Hopewoodjd.com. Tom, let's go through some of these players. Yeah. We kind of did the running backs over the weekend. did. If you didn't listen to Sunday's podcast, talked a lot about Eli Sanders and Cartivius Norton in there. And by the way, uh, Abu-Sama continues to make plays. Yeah, I just – I don't know if he's going to play. Everybody's no. telling me that too, mm-hmm. that he was a stud on Saturday. Yeah. I just – it just feels like if you can redshirt that guy with all these other older – but you got, you're playing to win the game. Play to win a game. If he's the best running back, yeah. then I, I. Just throwing that out there. Yeah. Uh, let's go to Tyler Miller. Yeah. Injury, right? You yeah. Know, we, so we we, uh, we
0: we brought this up a couple of weeks ago, and mm-hmm. a lot of people didn't know this. Mm-hmm. Um, and get, Tyler's a tough dude, you know, monster of a guy. by, by the way, he's interning this summer hey. at Northwest Bank. Oh. In names. Nice. Uh, like, real smart kid, finance kid. Uh,
1: Jefferson, right? Jefferson, yeah. yeah Green so County. Yeah, a oh, yep. couple of Jefferson shout-outs. Green County. And also, we have our uh, studio sponsor, Wild Rose Casino. Sitting right up there. In the Jefferson. Uh, yep.
0: So, Tyler's Tyler's had a great offseason. He had injured his arm in, like, the second or the third game last year and was basically playing one-handed for a good portion. And so, he struggled, especially on one side in pass pro. Well, got that cleaned up. And so, I think the staff is thinking – more along the lines of what his potential was from a year ago. Right now, you remember the, they talked a lot about him being a potential NFL guy. Mm-hmm. I still think that's in there. He had a, a disappointing year, probably because he was hurt, but he played through it. Didn't tell anybody. Uh, I think I think you can expect a huge jump for for Tyler Miller this year. I mean, he held his own against Clemson, right? Against some of those. Yeah, that's the game I, I always think back to. And that's probably when the last time he was healthy. So I you, I think you got to. I think you can look forward to Tyler Miller. I mean, he is all of 6'8, you know, almost 6'9. He is a huge, huge man. Super smart kid. Um, I'm excited for what his
1: potential year this year. Man, it feels like, you know, if if everything you just said comes to fruition, that's a huge boost for that offensive line. Absolutely. I mean, I think. To have a bookended tackle like that, man.
0: Well, and I would say Oof. then the other guy who's been really impressive is Hufford. Hufford has continued to kind of lead the way for the O line group. There's a chip on his shoulder of like, you guys have doubted me and all those things. I think he's played out of position at times, but I think between Miller and Hufford, you do have I don't want to say their first team all Big 12, but I think they're all Big 12 caliber on one of the teams. Interesting. I, I really believe that.
1: I'll continue to doubt Hufford then. If it's I, if it's making him mad? Yeah, yeah right. I'm okay with that. Yeah, that's right. I don't have anything against he's, him. It's he, just he's been there for a while, he has, right? Like he let's has. see it, buddy.
0: Well, I think he's just again he's played out of position and it, it it the whole thing, he's he's graded out probably the best of any of them. Interesting. It's just okay. he hasn't had a lot of help.
1: Uh Jaden Higgins, the wide receiver comes from Eastern Kentucky and the immediate comps of Xavier Hutchinson, like when he got there. Now, now Xavier Hutchinson may or may not be the best receiver in Iowa State history. So, like, had statistically the most statistically, catches in a year. Yeah. yeah, I mean, clearly, I think there's other guys who you. But point point taken. Yep. Um, the the comparison is that when Xavier stepped onto campus, they're like, "Oh, this guy's he's going to play. Like, this is a real dude." Higgins was the same type of situation where it was kind of like, after four or five workouts and practices, you're like, "This guy's a starter." Yeah, everybody said that. Yeah. So what do you? I mean, what does it mean for year one? I don't know. It's a big step up for him, but there's really no doubt in my mind that this Eastern Kentucky transfer is a starter against Northern Iowa.
0: Yeah, I mean, him and Noel are you can you can pencil pen you can pen those guys in. Yes. They are starters. Uh, I think Demetrius Stanley's the third right now. Uh, and again, depending on the position, heard really good things about Jason Essex recently. Do you remember the? You remember yeah. the uh, the oft forgot Daniel Jackson? Is that he's still stuff? there. He's still hanging around. Jeez, what is that guy like? Twenty eight? I don't know. I feel like he's been there a while? God. But no, I Higgins. His really that, neat story. That feels like a Rob Gray column. <laughs> Daniel Jackson, the journeyman. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Rob could really. And I would like to agree that. I guess he's been, you know, he's been hurt all the time, but he's healthy and he's he's been pretty good in practice. Um, but no, Higgins is going to be, you know, who's your next big-bodied receiver? You know, you go down the line of the Campbell era of Lazar, then Butler, um, then Hutchinson. Now it's now I think Higgins will, will take that mantle. I I am still on Team Jalen Knoll this year, though. And I know Higgins is the new toy. Uh I I just I know Jalen isn't sometimes he would kind of go out of bounds on his own and he, you know maybe wasn't the most physical receiver. He's put on some weight. He had a really good year last year statistically. I mean he had a couple drops, but so did Xavier. I mean he's I mean, he's a true junior. Like <laughs> he he played right away. The guy caught like 60 balls last year Is Jaylen. He Olden. Cover uh he doesn't he does not because he would have come the next year. But I just think I I think Jalen Noel has has big time potential as well. I mean, last year, sixty catches, almost six hundred yards. That's pretty good. Like there there not many sophomores have done that in Iowa State history. Do you know before. have you heard anything about
1: like kick and punt return at all? He's gonna be prominent featured. That's know. what I thought. Yeah.
0: I don't know who I don't know. I would say he's your leader in the clubhouse for both. Yeah. Uh Miles' purchase also punt
1: return would make sense for Jalen because you just know he's going to catch it like that.
0: That's what he did last year. So yeah. and that that is an area where Iowa State can be better. Like mm-hmm. they need to actually return well, I, I didn't some punts this, this year.
1: This um, Agoye would potentially be. I don't, I, he might be too not big. A, not yeah. a punt,
0: but a kick. I, I, we'll I have to ask around on that. I'm pretty sure yeah. Jalen Noll will be the guy.
1: Okay. Uh, let's keep going down this list. Uh, your guy, uh, Tyler. Annoyed him? On Anyedim? On <laughs> Anyedim. 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 Yeah. Anyedim. Well, You've it's been right talking either. about him for a long time. Just, you really like him. Well,
0: so now now you're, you talk about super valuable pieces now with Isaiah Lees leaving the program. Yeah, uh, this becomes even more important. He is critical because he can play both. And, and so I know the other name will bring up, and Dominic Orange has the potential to be absolutely dominant. They think he's a Sunday guy. For sure. But but but, but Anyedim... Can play not only the nose; he also will play outside. I think he'll probably start outside. Uh, super valuable, like a little bit like that. You know, MJ Anderson, pretty dynamic kid who's going to have to play a lot more snaps than anticipated because of of Lee's absence. And Dominic Orange cannot play every snap. You know, he, he hopefully can play most of them, but he's a big dude. He's, they get those guys get tired quickly. Large human. Yeah, and I think I think has got
1: to have a great year. Uh, for what it's worth. Birdie came to me about a week ago and threw out the name Ike. Yeah, Isiagu. Uh, Isiagu, Akina Isiagu, now a redshirt freshman, 6'5", 260. He's and your next. Apparently, he's just destroying. Pass rush specialists at Iowa State. Which I hope it's because he's really good and not that the offensive line is. Well, that's always like, oh, what side is it? I didn't pass, but. It, yeah, number I, 88. He's I just have a, a I have player. a lot of faith in Eli Rashid. I do too. He's going to keep cranking these guys out.
0: Yep, and they've got some numbers there. That, that I'm going to be honest, the Lee thing hurts because he was just steady, 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 and so now you got to replace. You know what amounts to fifty to sixty snaps per game. So these guys are going
1: to have to play more, and then do you then lose some of that that just, freshness? You're you're right, and I'm wondering again. Let me go back to Ray Lima. He's out. West yep. Virginia. Yep. Pl- plug in Isaiah, and to his credit, Isaiah has been the same guy ever since. Right, yes. like he,
0: he fills that super role super consistent. Well. Like yep.
1: you knew what you were going to get. Yep. And I just wonder, and this is not a slide at any of these young men, but I, I just what do Eli Rashid and John Haycock know and do? Because it really they. Brent, whoever they've put in these positions has been really good. Yep. So the
0: other name that is still around that people forget about is J.R. Singleton. Yep. Who can play both of those roles? I just Uh, feel
1: like they're okay. I think
0: I do. I think between Onyedem, Singleton, I mean, I'd rather have Lee for sure. Not not denying that. And then uh, you know who's and and it was because of Lee. So that obviously was was very proactive here. That the kid they got from Auburn, this uh, Tibetchi Okoli, about him, he's gonna play.
1: I forgot all about him. Yeah, yeah, so
0: he was—he is your—he is your, he is your I, Isaiah Lee insurance, basically. He can play both
1: inside and out. So this Dominic Orange is six foot four, three hundred and thirty-five pounds. Yeah, and he's lost like fifty pounds. Yeah, because he was over north of three fifty. If you would
0: ask the coaches, it's TJ Tampa and him are the best NFL prospects on the
1: roster. Really? Yeah. What? And and yeah, it may I mean, be, it and sense. it may be one and one A. We just haven't seen Orange as much. Yeah. But the, the snaps
0: he got last year, he completely dominated and disrupted. And he didn't really know what he was doing yet. So they think another year under Rashid, um Again, you talk about who are the first and second round talents. It, it literally is. It's it's Tampa and Orange. And Orange may be, end up having the higher NFL ceiling from a high-end draft pick st- standpoint. It's He's going to be really good. Obviously, it needs him to be good. Uh, but I think he really can be. They have not had pl- a player like him in a long, long time. Long, long time. Looking forward to that. You know my love for the defensive it, line. He is. It's my a, favorite yeah. position. And it's, I'm just trying to think, like, you got to go. You got to go in the way back machine to find a player like Dominique Orange. Like, maybe even to the Jordan Karstens, Ryan Harklaw. Hark? Not quite Harklaw. Harklaw wasn't as good as Orange. He knows that. Yeah, I was going to say, don't, what are we hyping <laughs> up Harklaw
1: for? <laughs> Uh, Miles Purchase is going to be talking. We we know all about him. Awesome this dude, yep. stud. Yep. And then the guy too, who I think probably got a little bit forgotten about last year due to injury, but he was a really uh, bright spot on that defense. Was Jeremiah Cooper as a true freshman, yes. and and he will be back. I actually like. So you said on Sunday that Jamison Patton's going to play. Yeah, he'll at least play as four. Special teams. Yeah, and I'm just, oh, okay. Because I'm like, where are they going to put all these No, guys? I know. So he's,
0: it's a, okay, play. That means player four. He's got yeah. the potential to be an impact guy. Now, you hope you don't have to use him because you have depth. No, Cooper. I mean, Cooper is like an all big 12 potential type guy. Yeah, he stepped into a leadership role too. I mean, I think, impressive story. He he started seven games last year as a true freshman. Yeah, you forget a really about that. really difficult position. You forget about that. And he was not a highly recruited kid. He picked Iowa State over Baylor and Tech and I
1: think Arizona. He was kind of, if you look back to fall camp last year, he was the name. He was popping at this point. Yep. He was the guy yep. who right now is kind
0: of like. And that's where when we say, you know, you you hear things. You heard, that's why there's a pretty good track record, you know, between Hall and McDonald and, and now Cooper last year. Both Freeler started to get some buzz right away. Miles Purchase got some buzz. I think generally on defense the, the staff's been pretty good about identifying the players who are gonna be really good. Mike Rose got got buzzed right away. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Jeremiah Cooper probably didn't get doesn't get talked a whole lot about because you worry you your first thoughts are TJ Tampa and Miles Purchase and Bo Freeler and Malik Verdon's like
1: heck yeah, Jeremiah Cooper's really good. Before we get into our final topic, I want to thank our friends at Kelderman Manufacturing. If you go to Kelderman <clears throat> I like to look at all the badass trucks that they have on there, but they do so much more else. And I want to tell you guys, specifically the farmers out there, about the Kelderman corn reel, the original down corn reel that was invented by Gary Kelderman back in 1977. Kelderman Manufacturing is located in Oskaloosa, and here's the trick. They bend all the spokes in their reel so it works in standing corn. It's a phenomenal piece of equipment. If you are a farmer, you're getting into harvest, you get some wind. We have a windstorm coming up. I want you guys to remember my friends at Kelderman Manufacturing. These guys are farmers themselves. They test out their own products. Really good people in Iowa Staters as well. Brees Hall yesterday, Brent, was activated by the New York Jets. It was an interesting day. Yes, yes. Because the Jets also signed Dalvin Cook, the former running back. Only 28, believe it or not, for the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah. These, these running backs are just used and abused yeah. in the NFL and then kicked to the curb. It was really interesting. I think the majority of Iowa Staters who are watching these NFL guys with great interest, I know I am, go, well, what does that mean about Brees? Um, and then Brees gets activated the next day. Um, I I have a read. Mm-hmm. My, I guess my guess is, I, and I read some Jets stuff yesterday. Basically, I'm like a closet Jets fan now. I think we, we all are. Yeah, I'm still bleeding purple, but I, I think I may have to get some Jets gear just a little bit for the season to wear. For the Jet clones. Yep. Um, it it sounds like, you know, Brees is coming off of a bad injury He's running at full speed, but it, it, it kind of feels to me like Dalvin will be the main guy early, early in the year, and then they're hoping, you know, mid season that they could have this really incredible one two punch. I mean, you got to think when you're the Jets, we're all thinking, oh, we want to see our guys succeed. They're thinking we want to win a Super Bowl. You yeah. only have so many years. They're with, going all in, yeah, yep, with Aaron sure. Rodgers. So that's that's where their mind is here. I don't think it was a slight at Brees Hall.
0: Oh my, no! I mean, the guy he would have won. NFL rookie of the year if he would have stayed. Yeah, also. what
1: were they 6 and 2 with he, him and 2 and 8 without yeah, I mean, him last the, year?
0: And but you don't know how it's a it's still a significant knee injury. I know that the has gotten really good there. Uh supposedly he's up to speed, he's doing well, but I don't blame them for signing out. Like you have Aaron Rodgers for one maybe two years. You go you figure it out. Mm-hmm. Like you just you throw everything you can that doesn't hurt Brees' long-term potential. I think this could actually help him because it won't be as many miles on on his legs, you know, really on the season when he's still trying to recover. Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, I mean, I think to start, if Dalvin can get up to speed, but if Brees is as good as he was, you're not going to keep him off the field, though, too. I mean, that's the thing. Like, that guy was so good. And the when he was at that three-game run, there was not a better running back no, in the NFL. I mean, I you just don't know if you're going to get
1: that. Again. Not a lot of people have watched Dalvin as much as I have and I would rather have Brees than the guy we had last year.
0: I mean it's <laughs> there was a stretch I'm just going through Brees's. He averaged like over 5 yards per
1: carry, it didn't he? It was wild.
0: Yeah. So he when they went on their they, so they won uh 5 out of 6 games from week 2 to week 7 and he averaged 6 yards per carry in those games and scored four touchdowns. I mean, he seemed like he was breaking a long one every single game. In fact, the game he got hurt, he he had a 62 yard touchdown run. So it's pretty cool to see. And I I don't think this affects
1: him long term at all. It might affect his fantasy value if you're worried about that. Boy, it is fun to have all these NFL guys. This is really something we've never had as Iowa Staters.
0: That's fact. Even I was like, I was flipping on some random games this week. I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot about. Uh, oh, Anthony Xavier, Johnson's playing yeah, over here.
1: Xavier Hutchinson's in the game. Yeah, there. Yeah, right. You know, it's a, it's, it really, in a positive way, but it, it also kind of annoys me. It's going to change my Sundays a lot. <laughs> I used to just watch the Vikings, and I, I really didn't pay any attention to anything else because I work so much on Sundays during the season. Yep. And now you're going to have games with Iowa State guys constant. And that's, I guess, one of the cool things I think about the fan base is you actually follow these guys. And, I mean, I know I do. Yeah, you want them to do well. like even With Kanae- the NBA, like I pay so much attention to the NBA. Really, my NBA fandom has grown exclusively because, because of, of Iowa, Iowa State, State guys.
0: Yep. Then even uh, you still got you got Kanae, changed my name to Wong Wu. Who's, I got his jersey. Who's, who's still it's my guy. You know, all Pro Bowl guy. Uh I know it's going to be fun. I I got the NFL package for the first time in a long time. Got the YouTube TV tuned is up. it still on sale. I, I don't know. I'm splitting it with my brothers. He's a thief. I'm not not that's allowed. How is that allowed? It's allowed. You can get up to 3 part oh. of the family subscription. Oh, okay. I think maybe I just outed myself.
1: How do here. these people not know that that's stealing? Not necessarily that, but, like, the the Netflix passwords and, like...
0: Oh, I just, you don't, just, you don't become, just go
1: into a store
0: and steal com- something off of the shelf. so commonplace.
1: I mean, I, I understand that, but it's still stealing.
0: I would argue, then f- figure out a better way to give me your product that I can't <laughs> steal it.
1: So, if you had a Is store... Is that my
0: fault that you have bad protection? If you protection?
1: had a store and you don't have any cameras... And somebody just walks in and steals something off the shelf. Fair point. It just feels different. That's the store's fault? I mean, come on. It's like for the longest time. I put out a deal the other night on Twitter. I'm like, I can't decide if I want to get this Diaz-Paul fight. Is anybody else getting it? And all these people are sending me these like rigged up links. And it's like, I'm not going to steal this thing. I was going to pay for it. I'm, I'm a pure content creator, man. Yeah. If you're sharing passwords I with people know. who are Somehow, premium,
0: you're a thief. My thing is I think Dana White's going to be okay. He <laughs> doesn't need my $75. All
1: right, it's fine. So like the Walton family, <laughs> yeah, and Walmart I shareholders, okay. you
0: have no no sympathy for them if you go and steal. <laughs> I do not have. Just go to Arkansas's NIL anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. Kind of a world we be in. I'm protecting protecting the propriety of, yeah. <clears throat> no, I think uh be fun year for
1: football. On Hard Knocks,
0: so. we got Hard Knocks. I've uh, enjoyed the Hard yeah, Knocks. It's the, only
1: the one episode, but it's yeah. cool. Like you always just see like Brees and Allen in the background. And like they haven't featured any of those guys yet, but they've been been around. Do you think there's going to be an Iowa State episode? Who I would think Lazard's going to get
0: some attention. Here Hanging inside. out with Rogers, yeah. best pal. Don't you feel like the Brees Hall injury recoveries? Well, thing now too? the Dalvin thing will become a yeah. yeah. That could be next week's
1: story. Yeah. Locked in. All right. Uh, We'll see you guys tonight in Storm Lake. Rob and Connor will have complete coverage of all today's media activity in Ames. He's Brent Bloom. I'm Chris Williams. Chris English taking you out on your Wednesday. Cheers.